The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in. Take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious. We'll be friends. Welcome in, everyone, to Visibilities on Friday evening, April 7th. I want to welcome everyone, with it, whether you're on Media One, here with us in the Zoom room, or in Clubhouse. Everyone is always welcome to Visibilities, and tonight is no exception. We have a couple of things going on. First of all, let me thank uh, Brad, who is moderating Clubhouse for us, and Cindy Lebon, who is hosting with me this evening, and Larry Gassman, who is streaming for us this evening. and. Uh, special thanks to Peter Alchel. And um, I think he's got an assistant with him this evening. It was a pleasant surprise. Um, of Jason, Gaston Gray. Uh, and they are going to be talking with us about some of the new and different things that they're going to be doing with the Friends in Art Showcase of the Performing Arts for this year's convention. We have a couple of other things that will be going on as well. Tonight, I'm going to start by uh, announcing. I sent out an email to the leadership list this week. Offering for any announcements, you know, of upcoming conventions or any special events that any of our affiliates will be holding over the next a couple of months. And we've gotten a few responses. So I do want to just let you know about a few things that are going on. And one is the Ivy, which is the uh, Independent Visually Impaired Entrepreneurs Special Interest Affiliate of ACB, is holding their monthly meeting on April 9th at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and uh, their topic this month is taxes. Uh, reflect, uh, it's actually taxes, reflecting on what you will change for next year. Hopefully, you'll be changing so that you need to have more taxes withheld because hopefully your business will be going even more uh, progressively and more smoothly. Uh, for the up in the upcoming year, and that's really what being in business is all about. Uh, I know I did it for a number of years, and it's a lot of work. And I my hat's always off to those who are working on that. The other meeting that I wanted to mention is the ACB government employees is now going to be meeting on the last Sunday evening at eight o'clock each month. Um, so the next meeting is April 30th 
And I think Peter is going to be back involved with that as well, uh, because we're going to be talking about employment and perhaps doing some uh, partnering between uh, the Employment Committee, government, the ACB government employees, and Next Generation. I had to stop and think of what the other affiliate was. Um, that is, as I say, on April 30th. And let me just tell you, we've been working very hard to reactivate that affiliate. And that is very much open to anyone who's a current or former or retired federal, state, or local government employee or contractor. So you're more than welcome to join this an ACBGE list. There's also, I forgot to mention, the Ivy list is also uh, available. And the other thing, speaking of next generation, is on the next generation, ACB's newest affiliate, will be holding uh, their first auction also on April 30th. If I was thinking, it was the 29th. One union and Ukraine. Also, one club in Ukraine. And uh, that's on April 30th, and we will have some more information out about that next week. I know we're also going to be hearing uh, from Larry and Patricia Maddox about what ACB Diabetics in Action has lined up for us for convention. If any other affiliates would like us to put something on about what's going on, please forward them to me at visibilities50 at gmail.com. And we'll be glad to put them on the list uh, for each on the, on a list for each week from here on in whenever there's something coming up. So I thank you all. I'm going to move on now. Oh, well, I suppose one other announcement we should do while we're at it is next Friday night on Visibilities, we will be having Jeff Tom and um, and her name just went right out of my head. Maria Hansen. I had to, Maria Hansen, who is the vice chair of the Constitution and Bylaws Committee of ACB, and Jeff is a member of that committee. They will be on next Friday night to talk about the process that's going to take place for submitting, discussing, and voting on constitutional amendments for the upcoming convention or during the upcoming convention and conference. And I think that's something that's really important for all of us to to get a good handle on because they, our constitution and bylaws are truly among the most important documents of the organization. It's really the structure. You know, it's, it's the basic um, skeletal documents of the organization. And it's something that if there's going to be a change, we all need to think very carefully about changes that we're making to it. Um, usually they're very good changes. Uh, sometimes they seem a little inane to us, uh, but it's, it's, that's a very important thing to 
and keep our our constitution up to date and and our bylaws and a lot of what takes place in ACB is governed by what's in those documents. So that's enough of the announcements for tonight. I'm going now to ask Peter to tell us all about what's going on with the Friends in Arts Showcase of the Performing Arts. It's been going, the showcase has been going on for, I think it's about 40 years now. And it's always one of the most popular events of ACB's national conventions. And always has been. So many things happen around the showcase. And with that, I'm going to say good evening, Peter. Good evening, Terry. Uh, Can you hear me? We can very well. Awesome. So, Terry, thanks for for inviting me. Um, and uh, the, uh, I'm I'm on this program with two hats. The first hat is uh, as Friends in Art Program Chair, and um, this has been a really interesting year as a, as pro, uh, for for me as a program chair um, because of the virtual versus in person component of the convention. Last year, we decided to do everything virtually. And that was easy for me. I just had to do the usual stuff. This year is, is much more complicated uh, because the uh, folks decided, uh, we and the board decided that the Friends in Art uh, would be primarily in person. Well, that's how the whole process got started. Um, we are really fortunate to have co-sponsors. The past couple of years, we uh, Next Gen co-sponsored with us, and they were absolutely wonderful at getting uh, to our getting uh, to their us um, to connect with new talent. Um, for those who heard last year's show, we have, I, I'm guessing that half the folks who who performed last year were new, and for us that's unheard of. And that's mostly has to do with next gen. And I'm really appreciative um, to Melanie and other folks who helped that happen, and they're working with us this year. In addition to that, we are pleased that Blind Pride who are, are joining us as well. And that the students are joining us as well. So we have uh, three co-sponsors and um, we are just thrilled that um, to work with these folks. But as you can imagine, each of these groups have different interests and different needs and different ideas and different whatever. And so um, I've been sort of trying to figure out how to sort of coordinate all this stuff. And when I uh, when I got this morning, I thought, I don't know what to tell Terry because everything is still in the air. But uh, a series of things have changed in the, uh, this morning. So here's the t- latest plan about how the showcase is going to work. Uh, and so um, it, bear with us, and I'll be happy to answer any questions you all will have. And there'll be other announcements coming out about this over the next week or so. So here's what's going to happen. We are going to have a virtual showcase and an in-person showcase. So the virtual showcase is going to take place on June 24th at, at, I think, 8 p.m. And the thing to bear in mind about this are two things. First of all, the virtual showcase is only open to those who cannot attend the convention. And there are lots of people out there like that. For whatever reason, they have a job. uh, They have health issues. They may have financial uh, issues. Going to a convention is expensive. So it, it will be only open to folks who cannot attend the convention. And like last year, we'll ask people to submit stuff, uh, uh, what they'd like um, to get on the air. Uh, and we will, um, as always, we will decide who is in and who is out. Uh, 
Um, so it's, it's a quality show. The one thing that is really important compared to last year that folks need to know is that the quality of the, of the performance is really important. Um, uh, um, Derek and, and Jason, Derek Lane and Jason Castingway are the folks who put this together. And it's a lot of work for them to put the, uh, you know, to do all this stuff as Jason will, will testify. And one of the things that we agreed to do, they spent a lot of time making lousy recordings sound really good. And there just isn't time to do that this year. So if they're, if the recording is lousy, we will not include it in the show. We're, we apologize, but that's the way it's going to be. Um, so, and most of the stuff we got last year was great. Uh, so, um, you know, keep, 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 keep sending, keep sending us good stuff and we will get it on the air. So the, what's going to happen is it will, it will, it will be on, but it will not be the real, it will not, there'll not be applause between numbers. It's going to be a, a straightforward sort of, low-key kind of a virtual event that will be broadcast in ASB Media as it happens. Um, and and so that's going to take place on the 24th. Uh, I'm not sure of the time, probably 8 p.m. Central, I'm guessing, but Jen and I have to work on that. So the deadline for materials for that part of the show, the June 24th show, um, I'm going to make an executive decision, is May 20th. All right? Because we need time to sort of decide who's in and, and put it together. And so it's going to be May 20th. Um, so, and if you could do it sooner, we'd appreciate it. May 20th is, is the cutoff date for the in-person showcase. Um, before I go any further, because, because that, that is going to be an, the, the usual in-person showcase. But before I talk about that, I'd like to know if there are any questions about the virtual showcase and what is required. Yeah, I have one for you right now. Sure, please. The May 20th, that's the cutoff for the in-person or the virtual? The virtual. That's, I thought that's what you meant. I just wanted to. Did I say in-person? I'm sorry. I meant to yeah. say virtual. Uh, I meant to say virtual. Um, and the reason, it just takes us time to, you know, to, um, uh, and we got to give Jason and, and uh, Derek enough time to, you know, to put it all together. It takes all right. a little time. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so I just want to make sure. So does everybody sort of understand in sort of broad terms? And what we're looking for, um, you know, musical selections, obviously, um, writing selections, poetry is wonderful. Um, we ask, and this applies to both in-person and um, uh, virtual, that each um, performance lasts no longer than five minutes, preferably shorter. We ask, to, you all to remember, this is family friendly. Um, and we ask uh, that um, you, we, we love up-tempo stuff. We, we like slow stuff too. But what we find is that people tend to send us slow stuff for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, but so we like up temple stuff. Um, and we like both, but we seem always seem to have a shortage of up temple stuff. So just bear that in mind. Um, so does that make sense? What we're saying about the virtual component? Any questions about that? Having heard no shaking heads, I'm going to move on to the, uh, um, in person component. And there is going to be an in person component. And this is a little less organized, but if we know it's going to take place on Monday, July 3rd at 8 p.m. in conjunction with the convention in uh, Illinois. And um, what, what we're going to ask for this as well is even though you're going to be um, performing live, we would really like to know ahead of time if you're going to be at the convention and if you're going to be performing live and as much as information as you can give us so that um, so that we can plan a little bit. Um, uh, so 
even if you're not, even if you're performing in person, we would really appreciate you sending us information, what your name is, what you're going to perform, um, whether you need an accompanist or not. Um, if you want to perform to a track, which is all, which is pot, which is fine. Um, uh, so that, that kind of information is, is, would be welcomed. So even if you're, even if you're performing live, we would really like you to, um, send us that information. And what, of course, what I forgot to do is give you the email address. But again, this will be, um, uh, uh, given to you, um, in, in multiple things down the road. Jason, if you're with me, I'll make sure I get this right. I believe the, um, email address is showcase at friendsinart.org. Is that correct, Jason? Are you there? That is correct. Okay. Showcase at friendsinart.org. So whether you are performing virtually or in person, we really would like to hear from you to make our lives a whole lot easier about programming um, in person. So we have a general sense of what's going to be there. So there are a couple of things we need to talk about with regards to the in-person. The first is um, uh, we do have accompanists. Uh, who can we're pretty good. Jason is terrific as an accompanist. Nancy Pendergraf will be there. She's a good accompanist. Um, so uh, uh, we, of course, if you want to accompany yourself, that's terrific. But if you need an accompanist, bear that in mind that we 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 can we might be able to help with that. In addition to that, I know there's been talk that there will definitely be a house band. Apparently, I, that rumor came to me from somebody. That is not necessarily true. That has not been confirmed yet. We don't know yet. We're still working on that. But there might be a house band, meaning, you know, a rhythm section that might back up performers. And uh, so we're still working on that. We'll have more information when we get it. Um, it it's, uh, you know, uh, it's a Derek issue. Uh, try to, get you know, work with the person who might set us up. Hotel is not cooperating with information. You know, it's the usual convention program nightmare that we're trying to sort of work through. But um but there, there may, there might be a house band, which of course, for you know, for many years, you know, was was sort of the centerpiece of the show, and as the one who played drums on that event, it was a lot of fun to be a part of. So uh, we will see how that's going to work. Um, beyond that, I don't know quite know what to tell you, except that there will be a chance for you to audition at the convention. We have a time set up, and uh, the folks who are going to be at the convention will try to figure out how to sort of connect with all you nice people, uh, so we can try to make this show work. In addition to that, uh, after the show, or maybe even in conjunction with the show, there's going to be sort of an open mic night, so that even if you're, you know, um, maybe not be, uh, may not be part of the show, you will get the chance to do the karaoke thing. Um, uh, so how that's going to work, I'm not sure yet. To be very honest. I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to be at the convention. I know it's going to run from like eight to eleven p.m. I know there'll be a cash bar available. Uh, for those of you who like to cash bar it kind of stuff. And we think it'll be really exciting. Uh, one more comment before I um, sort of ask for questions. This is sort of new for us, you know, for all organizations, uh, convention, this whole sort of virtual versus in-person or and in-person is sort of confusing for all of us. And it's confusing for us too. This is an experiment for us. And we fully expect that there are going to be bugs in the system. And we ask for, for your patience. Uh, we, we are doing what we can or best to make this work. But as uh, anybody who's been on the, uh, who is a program chair knows there's always screw ups that happen. It's inevitable, especially when you're dealing with something as complicated as this. So um, we expect this to be a, a great event. How it's going to play itself out at this point, we're still not 100% certain, but we know there are going to be two events, one virtual, one in person. For the virtual, the deadline is June 20th. 
for the in-person, um, I said it wrong, May 20th, May 20th um, for the in-person. I'm sorry, for the virtual? God, I'm, I'm not doing it. <laughs> the virtual is May 20th. And for the in-person, we would like it if you could send us something, um, you know, by, say, June 15th. So we have some idea who is, who is going to be involved with the in-person show. And we can sort of uh, plan a little bit. So that is the information as I have it. Um, if there are any questions from the audience, I'm happy to sort of try to, to sort of address them, um, understanding that I don't have all the answers. Any, any hands raised? Terry or... Uh, who, I'm who? sorry, I was muted. I didn't oh, realize it. That's okay. Uh, I Let me ask you one. I'm curious about something. Sure. And that is the virtual yeah. day is only going to be open to people who are not coming to convention. That is correct. Why? Because we want people who are coming to the convention to perform live. Oh, so you mean it's oh, only talking- open to performers who aren't coming to convention. But anybody can come to the virtual program and, and be in, in the audience, right? Oh, correct. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, okay, let, that was let, what, let, I, what let, I was... Let's, let's that- back up. Let's back up. Let's back up for a second. Because um, I forgot to say, it. so the virtual is going to be on the. It's going to be broadcast as is on media, whatever media one or whatever they decide to put it on, right? Um, and now, you know, so you can listen to that, you know, as you listen to other ACB programs on media one. You, you understand if that makes sense to you? You know, it's going to it be does, yeah. okay. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, okay. But I need to say something about the in person show, which I forgot to say, which is this will not be in one of those Zoom. The the showcase will not be in one of those Zoom enabled rooms. It will be in a non-Zoom enabled room. I, I forgot what the word, the lingo that Janet uses. And it will not be broadcast live on ACB Media. Okay. It will be recorded and will be broadcast later uh, on ACB Media. But we really want people to come to the event. We want people to enjoy themselves and, and hear the uh, audience members, uh, the instance live, have a drink or two at the uh, cash bar. And, and we're trying to sort of recreate what happened pre-COVID. You know, which was a you right. know a big deal, um, and to, uh, much to my honor, uh, one of the highlights of the convention. You know, people often say that, and we're trying to sort of get back into the swing of things, um, and we hope it will work. Cool. Have, have I made it less confusing? Yes. yes. Thank you, Peter. Okay. Thank you for asking the question, because I know this is really confusing. Any other questions about the showcase? So now I want to talk about. Um, uh, what's going on with the rest of the Friends in Art program schedule. Um, so, and this, of course, will be in the program, but just to give us a general sense of what we're doing. So during the virtual component, um, we're doing three things besides the show. The first, uh, Jason and Derek are doing a whole session on uh, the, the sort of craft of using sort of virtual instruments in uh, recording stuff. It's sort of our, uh, for those who know about Friends in Art, we usually have a, uh, uh, a music tech kind of session. This is going to be our session to talk about how do you record and how do you know which which of the musical instrument sounds are good to use and not good to use and how do you incorporate them into recording. And so Jason and um, and um, uh, Derek are going to work with that and I'll probably be co-moderating just to sort of keep the thing moving. Uh, so that's what's going on on one day. I think that's on Thursday of, of virtual week. 
Uh, on Friday, for those of for those of you who were who attended who heard last year's show, there was a um, an unusual performance having to do with a poem called "Come On Justice." Maybe I remember "Come On" or "Come Justice Come." Does that ring a bell for anybody? Um, it was a, a thing uh, that was um, set for uh, the. Uh, I, uh, it was a poem that was written by a poet, um, which I uh, put put on a, a percussion track to back it up. And we had three or four uh, poets reading verses of the poem and oh, people yeah. sort of doing the, doing the sort of come on justice come and various, various loudnesses. And it was really one of the more interesting things I've ever done as a composer. And what's interesting about this, this was all done virtually. None of us met each other in person and doing any of this stuff. And we're going to talk about how that happened. You know, sort of the story of how that came to be um, from poet, from the, from the person who wrote the poem to reading the poem, to me getting a hold of it and doing something with it, and then working to, to make the whole performance work, including Jason, who sort of did the final um, mix, which was just an amazing thing that he, he pulled together. And we all, we live from all over the country, you know, um, you know, uh, Jason's from Connecticut, the poet's from Oregon, I'm from Missouri, um, uh, there are people from all over the country. And how, how this all worked, um, we're going to talk about that, because I think this is um, another trend that's coming, you know, the idea of you having to be in person to compose is, is no longer true anymore and compose and record and perform it, you know, it's, uh, with all this technology out there. So we're going to talk about that and how, how it came to be. That's another session. And the other section that we're doing is a, um, uh, a, uh, an author by the name of Feather Shell, who's a, a really good, uh, a children's author. And she's going to talk about how to write. This is our writer's workshop, how to how to write for how she writes for children, how she thinks about it and uh, uh, what she's done and what she's planning to do. And and her sort of life of of homeschooling. I think it's five kids. It's a a, a sort of an amazing story. Um, And uh, she's a terrific writer. So we're going to she's going to be on to talk about writing for writing for children, both fiction and nonfiction, because she's done both. Um, So that's the writer's workshop. And then, of course, there's the show. And then during the convention, we are doing the writer's workshop. Uh, I'm sorry, the prose and poetry workshop, which we've done every year for a thousand years. Uh, um, Carla Hayes is doing it again. And Carla is wonderful. She does a really good job with this. And people will have the opportunity in person or via Zoom to read what they want to read. The one thing we ask um, is this is family friendly also. Um, uh, so just bear that in mind. If you, if you're, if you're choosing to, to, you know, to write, uh, to read something, it has to be family friendly. It is a requirement of, of ACB. Uh, and, uh, we, we like to honor what ACB, uh, wants us to honor. So that's that. And then, um, then of course there's the show. And then afterward, the next day is the friends in art breakfast. Now usually we do a lunch, but next year we're doing a breakfast and also, uh, uh, um, Blind Pride is co-hosting the breakfast, and so there's going to be the usual breakfast fair. We haven't figured out what we're what we're going to, you know, uh, offer. But the speaker is going to be Jason Castingway and talk about his life and talk about uh, whatever he wants to talk about. Um, so we're very much looking forward to hearing what Jason has to say. Um, that event, the Jason's presentation will be uh, virtually uh, broadcast. So. Um, uh, so that's what we're doing. And I think it's, you know, it's our usual chaos of stuff. And we're really excited that, um, that, you know, of, of what we're going to be doing. 
any questions about any of that? I've gone through a lot uh, in a hurry, but that's 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 our that's our program. That is one incredibly full schedule. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Thank you. It is a full schedule. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is a really full schedule, but we're excited. I mean, you know, I think all these sessions are are interesting and um, sort of have unique unique stories to tell. Uh, so indeed. Um, um, so that that's what we're, that's what we're doing. Uh, I should also say well, that, um, before I forget that um, at as part of the in-person showcase, presuming that our scholarship winner can make it to the convention, we'll be introducing that person, whoever he or she is. And um, just to, to tell you, we got like 14 applications for our scholarship this year, which is unheard okay. of. For us. Yeah, 14, 14. Uh, and so we have no idea who's, you know, and, and of those, about seven of them are really incredible people. So we're we're going through that process of um, figuring out who we're going to choose for the scholarship winner. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, we don't know if they'll be able to make it to the convention or not, but if they do, they will be part of the in-person show. Um, so, uh, you know, it's always great to... to um, you know, to, to, uh, to, to, to do that scholarship thing. It's one of the, you know, things that we, we really think is important for us to do. It is. And, and you should be very proud of it. Is that we are, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, well, this year, very it's, it's talented like, people that have won that in the past. Yeah, no, it, it is incredible. Uh, and last year we, we had our first, uh, person who was, who was an art, who was an art, uh, art therapist and a very talented artist in her own right. Um, and it was the first time we, we ordered, we, we gave the scholarship to somebody who was a, a visually impaired artist. I mean, you know, a visual artist, you know, um, mm-hmm. as compared to a musician or writer or whatever. So that was right. the first for us. And we're, we're proud of, you know, we're, we're, we're proud of that. Um, and she's, Go she's ahead. wonderful. She's wonderful. Well, we do have a hand raised. And so I think Nora has a question for you. Nora, good evening. You can unmute. Okay, thank you. Good evening. Uh, my question is, uh, if I want to join the Clinton Art Showcase, do I have to be registered to register to register? Uh, yeah, registered to the convention? You do not. Oh, okay. You do not. But you do need to send us your whatever you want to submit to, you know, to our email address, which is showcase at friendsinart.org. Oh, okay. Do that. But you know, you, you do not need to be uh, uh, registered. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate it. No problem. That's friends and in art I, at showcase.org. Now, that friends in art is all one word. It's not yes. hyphenated. Yeah, it's all, it's not hyphenated. It's, okay. you know, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Showcase at friendsandart.org. So think about that. And uh, I made my rant about quality of recording really does matter. Um, I'm sure. So I, won't, I won't say that again. Yeah. Uh, and it's it, an awful really, lot of work for Derek and yeah, Justin. It, it really, it's Jason. And they did, they did amazing work. I am so uh, astounded about the quality of, of what they did the past three years. But it's time for the, it's time for them to take a bit of a break. So they're going to have enough, a hard enough time as it is doing other stuff. So, um, anyway, that's that. Uh, any other questions? Very cool. Does anyone have any other questions? I think we have a shy group. Or maybe this is, I think for some of them, some people, 
on here. This might be their first experience, especially with the in-person uh, session part of the show of the showcase. And it really, it, you know, prior to COVID, it really was a, an amazing event. You know, uh, uh, I, I don't say just say that because as one who's sort of been involved with this for a while, you know, just the variety of talent and the audience enthusiasm and the uh, the open and the cash bar and all that really, really makes for a great evening. Um, yeah, you know. I'm even remembering back to before we had the cash bar. I think the first year, if I remember the first year, I remember it being. It was kind of in a meeting room, and I almost want to say we were sitting and just sitting in chairs. And probably, uh, I remember Janice. Say, uh, I want to say it was, she was using. She had, somebody was playing the guitar, and Janice was doing um, something from Fiddler on the Roof that I can I can't say the name of for the life of me. Uh, well, I, I got it, and it went on for. You know, and, and it just so grew for so many years that, you know, there would be hundreds. It was not at all uncommon for the showcase to have two and three hundred people at it, uh, at the in-person. I think probably the most popular one that I remember everybody came running for was in, I want to say it was Birmingham, where Gordon and where Gordon proposed to Janice on stage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I remember that year. That was a wonderful year. And Gord did, some, did this amazing. We, we used to have a friends in our courts um, yes. that, that Gordon and other folks arranged for. I did too. And it was a great group of people. And, you know, maybe we'll bring that back at some point. We're not there yet, but um, that really was a, a really wonderful thing. And, and, and all the arrangements we did with that course were done by friends and art members. Uh, and Gordon did an arrangement for for as part of that wedding wedding uh, 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 proposal. Uh, that was also a year, as I remember, that the that the house band got had an incredible amount of work we had to do that year. Um, <laughs> I remember that only because I had to do all that work, and you know, and it, was, it was great fun. But boy, we 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 had to work really really hard that year. Um, but it was it was a great event. So the showcase really is for those who are new. It really is a is a an, an ACB happening, you know, and it's one, one of the highlights of the convention. I was talking to Melody this uh, this afternoon, and she said the first time she went to convention, she had no idea what to attend. And whoever she, she was talking to said, you must go to the showcase. She goes, why would I go to the showcase? And they said, no, you have to go. This is this is a requirement. You must go. And she hasn't missed one since, you know, so, <laughs> so <laughs> you know, it really is one of the, um, so Terry, I don't, I, I uh, hold on. Um, let me, um, I do want to talk about employment if 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 um if you want me yeah, to we're gonna to get to that in one second. I just wanted to um since Jason is with us tonight, yeah. I didn't know if he wanted to add anything in before we change topic, change hats here. Well, I just wanted to add that I'm very excited because of the uh addition of the in-person component. Uh it will be very, very good to see. A lot of people that I haven't seen in a long time and uh, get to hear people perform live is is always a fun thing. It's it's always uh, spontaneous. Things can happen that aren't necessarily predictable, like maybe in a pre-recorded uh, type event. So I'm I'm excited and I look forward to seeing everybody there. 
Well, thank you. We're all, and we will all be very excited to see all of you there <laughs> as well. It's, um, and I think it's great that, uh, BPI and Next Gen yes. are, are networking with you on this this year. And, and, and the students. And students. I knew and there was students. another one and it was yeah. gone from me when it was. It's really exciting. I'm just so, you know, I'm just so thrilled that we have that, that support. You know, yes, um, that's great. That, that we can that we can build on. Um, so, mm -hmm. uh, so I just want to before I oh. uh, change hats. Um, All right. So now, now Peter is changing his hat. And before, before Peter, I change hats, I just okay. want to remind people the deadline for the virtual showcase is May twentieth. The uh, uh, email address to send information uh, their, your submission is showcase at friends in art all one word dot org and now i'm happy to change hats i am changing my hat and the in-person deadline is june 15th, it's, it's june 15th. yeah june 15th but you know if we could do it sooner i'd be much happier um but june 15th all right well peter will be with us if you think of any other questions that we haven't come up with yet. Peter will be with us for the rest of our call tonight, as I hope all of you will be. But now he's putting on his hat as uh, the, from the Employment Committee of ACB. And this is a committee that's uh, been doing a lot lately to revitalize itself or step back up to the to the foreground, which is where, you know, for people to have the opportunity to um, express their, to develop their inde more independence and more dignity and more pride in themselves and in, and in their abilities, in everyone's abilities. And with that, I'm going to turn it back over to Peter. Thank you, Terry. So the primary reason I wanted to get on the show is to tell you about what we're doing at at, at the uh, um, at, at the convention. But I will also say a couple of words about what, what we've been doing um, uh, as well. So um, the first thing I want to say is I am really grateful to the uh, um, whatever the I think it's the media subcommittee, whatever they call themselves, to allow us to post jobs on the leadership list and the ACB uh, discussion list or conversation list. I hope that many of you who are on those lists have seen the jobs that are, are coming. I hope that you find them useful. Um, I don't expect every job to be useful to everybody, but I hope that you take those jobs and forward them to folks to, who you think will be interested. Um, and I hope that you, um, if you do get a job using that from that list, please let us know. Uh, that would be really, really uh, good for us to know. Uh, and we, we're also hoping that over time we'll be able to expand uh, the employer list and the job lists and make this a real um, useful service that we, we've started to do. Uh, so uh, that's that's the first thing. Uh, what we're, uh, So this year at the convention, uh, the virtual convention, I don't think we're doing anything. Oh, no, that's not fully true. Um Okay, so the the employment committee is only doing one session this year um, by by ourselves, and that has to do with how artificial intelligence 
is changing the way we search for jobs and apply for jobs. Uh, I was totally unaware of this stuff until I uh, had a conversation with Melanie, uh, again, who I've talked about earlier. And she, she, I, I called her to congratulate her on her new job. And she went to this whole speech about how the whole job search process has changed over the past, you know, uh, two or three years. And it's, it, it, for most of us, it hasn't changed to the extent that it changed for her, but it's coming. It's inevitable. It's coming. And so uh, we're organizing a panel of Melanie, who's going to be on to talk about her experience with artificial intelligence and how it impacted the way she uh, applied for jobs. And then we're bringing on a guy named John Robinson, who runs a uh, a website called rdisability. Um, I think it's .com. And he uses artificial intelligence to help people find jobs on his website. It's a really interesting thing that he's doing. So we're going to have both those folks on as a panel. We may bring a third person as well. Um, but we, we, we really do believe that this is a really important topic to, um, to focus on. And so that's what we're, that, that is the session that we as the employment committee are, are, are doing, um, uh, taking the lead on. But we are also taking the lead on uh, uh, co-sponsoring, uh, two other, two, at least two other sessions and maybe three. The one, so that, that event, the one I just described is on Saturday, uh, June 24th. I think it's at 1130 central. Uh, but again, this will be in the program, but we hope that you will, uh, that you will join us for that. That's again, that's virtual right afterwards. Next gen is putting on a, on a, uh, uh, session called. So you got the job. Now what? And I think the title is fairly explanatory, but you know, what happens when you get the job and how do you prepare to, you know, to your first day in work and how do you address the challenges that inevitably come forth? Uh, who do you reach out to? And so, um, we're going to be having, uh, I'm not sure who's going to be on the panel yet, but we're going to have folks who have gotten jobs within, within the past year. We're hoping we'll have a human resource person who, who has some experience in working with blind folks and getting them acclimated to, you know, the, the new job. Um, but we're still organizing the panel. Uh, so that, um, uh, is, is going to be right after the, um, artificial intelligence at work. So for those who are interested in employment, you could just, you know, 1130 and then one o'clock on the, on the 24th. Uh, in person, uh, um, we are, we, we're definitely working with the students on one session, which has to do with resume preparation. She came up with the, 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 uh, Olivia came up with a, with a much better title that I remember, like, professionalism on paper or something like put professionalism on paper or some title like that much better than resume preparation. In any case, um, she's going to, she's going to organize a session about how to um, sharpen your resume to, to, you know, to, to get noticed by employers. It's one that we, we, it's a topic we often come up, uh, you know, repeat because everything changes every time we do something. So we're going to, we're going to help the students with that. And there's another session which is very much in the air that I, I'm not ready to talk about yet. So I'm not going to talk about it. Um, uh, but so those are the three things we know we are doing. Um, uh, and so we are looking forward to that. We hope that you will join us. But I also want to sort of spend a little bit of time talking about an issue that NextGen and, uh, and employment are working on. And this, uh, Terry alluded to this a little bit with the government workers. One of the things that we have heard informally uh, is the challenges that folks who are uh, blind, visually impaired, uh, who have jobs are having with technology. Um, and it's getting, seems to be getting worse, you know, for all kinds of reasons, um, having to do with proprietary software and, 
you know, challenges, uh, 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 you know, using certain programs that don't work as well. Yeah, to give you an example, I, I, uh, I, I tutor student athletes attending the University of Missouri. And I do, I, I'm a good tutor. I can do my work, but I can't do anything else that's online because nothing's accessible, which means I can't fill out the reports. I can't fill out my timesheet. It's, it's just not accessible. And it's not just me saying that. It's the folks at, at the university are sort of embarrassed by all of this. Um, but this, this is not cool and it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work well for anybody. And so what we are, um, what we are doing, we started this, uh, with next gen, um, is looking for examples of folks who are using technology at, at, um, in the employment or even on the job search folks, um, focus on the job. What's working? What isn't working? And what do you think ACB should be doing to help with this? If anything. Um, so we want to hear stories. You know, we, we'd like to hear stories from people who are having all kinds of trouble uh, or not trouble with technology on the job. And I know this is an issue that government folks are worried about, too. The government has its own set of issues because their bureaucracy is even more impenetrable than most. Um, uh, so um, I, I can say that as one who's worked for the government a, a while back. I can um, laugh at it as one who still does. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but it really it, it has its own set of challenges. But it's not just the government folks that are running into this problem. It, it, it's you know it, you know I'm I'm having trouble. Um, other folks I know are having ha- are having issues. So we we are sort of over time going to be um, organizing um, listening sessions uh, to sort of encourage people to sort of share their experiences uh, and that with with the goal of encouraging the ACB leadership team to sort of look at this issue um, with a little more gusto than they currently are, uh, and because uh, we think it's a really important issue, and especially if you have a job. Uh, this is like, and it's not just, uh, by the way, employment, it's like healthcare. You know, anybody who's has a, who's on a healthcare portal, um, uh, often has trouble, uh, you know, monitoring their progress on their healthcare portal, uh, portal that, that's being used. So we just think this is something that, that we need to take a, a closer look at. Uh, and so that's what we are a, a long range goal of the employment committee. Um, I, I'll say one more thing before I throw it up for questions. Um, we have, um, we've been over the past, um, uh, I want to say 18 months, we've been recording monthly podcasts of people, uh, of visually impaired blind folks doing sort of non-traditional things, uh, in, in the work world, whether it be, uh, uh, um, Working with adolescents, uh, you know, non-disabled adolescents, whether it be uh, serving as a nine-one-one operator, whether it be uh, we had a couple who were ministers. Uh, uh, we uh, we interviewed somebody who was a uh, a, day, uh, a, a daycare center person who were, had children, you know, uh, daycare in in her house. Uh, just all kinds of different kinds of careers, and uh, uh, they've been really interesting to record. And I hope there are some value to folks uh, to listen to. So how do you listen to them? Well, you can go to the uh, ASB website, click on committees, click on the employment committee. And on that employment committee, there's a link that you can click on for, for podcasts. And we are hoping over the next um, year to sort of branch out from just hearing stories from the visually impaired people to uh, stories from those of us who are doing creative things to help it, you know, to, to work with us, to help us get jobs or to uh, to work with us who, uh, who are employers. So over the years, we're hoping to interview employers who are, who are hiring blind people and how that's working and, uh, what they're looking for in employers and what's working and what isn't working. And so we're really hoping to, to, to convey the message that there are opportunities out there, um, that people may not be fully aware of. 
And so uh, over the next year, we're hoping to sort of record um, uh, podcasts from folks doing that kind of stuff. And so, which leads me to my suggestion, if anybody um, knows of an employer they'd like us to consider for this um, podcast, let, let me know. Uh, you can reach me at creating common ground at all one word at outlook.com. So creating common ground at outlook.com for employment committee stuff. So that is sort of what the employment committee is up to. We hope that you will, uh, you know, join us for these, uh, for the convention, for what we're doing and sort of keep an eye out for what else we're doing outside of the convention. Cause I think, um, I'm hoping, uh, uh and I, I need to thank, uh, Dan, when he was the president, to sort of uh, help us uh, move this process forward. And also the, as I mentioned, the media committee, I can't remember what they call themselves, it's called something else, to help to allow us to um, uh, to post those jobs on the various lists. We hope those that those jobs are helpful to people. So Let me I'm, ask you about those jobs. Yeah. That are there. If someone knows about a job that's a, that's coming up, how would they get it to you so that they get it gets out? I know send there's it, been send, some complaints yeah. about people aren't just putting them out on the lists, on the email lists. They want it all to come through your. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. So the best thing I would suggest is send them to me. Send them to me, Peter Altshul, uh, at creating creating common ground at outlook.com. At some point, we'll figure out an email uh, email address for the employment committee. We we've been I don't know why. Uh, it just hasn't worked. I don't know what the issue is, but for the most, for the uh, in the meantime, if you have a job listing, I am happy to, to post it, uh, but I need to know about it. So again, creating common ground at outlook.com is the email address, uh, or you can call the national office and the, uh, the national office knows who I am um, and they have my proper email address. So um, uh, thank you for asking that question. We, we are, we're really hoping that over time we will be able to expand to other employers uh, over, you know, um, but we want, we, we want to start somewhere and that's, that's what we're doing. And I think I posted uh, most recently a, a, a job fair that was coming up. So we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to post those as well. And those are the things that need to be posted. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, I know years ago we used to have a, on the 800, uh, the ACB national office 800 number. We had one of the mailboxes on there was like the uh, Washington Connection. It was one there that was just all job listings. So that if you didn't, you could just move ahead through it. If you, uh, if, th- if this job wasn't something for you, then you could move ahead to the next one mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And, and I think that's, you know, it, it's, it's a shame that we, we lost that, but that was when we had to downsize the staff and, it's one of the staff positions that never got re- refilled through the years. Um, and, but hopefully there will be more on employment because I think employment just is such an important issue for so many people. And I, I should say, Terry, I mean, yes, it was a shame that that, that service got lost in the whatever in, in the uh, but the but the problem with that service was it was just way behind the times. You know, so a lot of the time, well, it, 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 it was it was fine it. for it exactly. was fine for its time. I mean, right, its exactly. time was back yeah. in two thousand and exactly you know, yeah. through so, two thousand six or something <laughs> like that. And, and uh, so we were, I remember really Bob Bob used to do it. I'm uh, really, we, yeah, every yeah. week she'd spend a day or so just going through finding uh, positions to put on there. Um, 
but and that's what I'm saying. You know, I guess my point is that we had a much heavier focus on it at one point than we do now. And I think what you're doing is bringing that focus back into place. And I think that's really important. Harry, you have six minutes. Right. Thank Thank you. Thanks, Cindy. So I, I, I'll just I'll just add to what you just said, Terry. Um, uh, I, and I really do hope this is a sort of a shout out to the the leadership team that uh, that that you support us in, in any way you reasonably can. I hope you understand that for folks like Next Gen who are doing amazing work within the organization, this is a really important topic for them. Of course, uh, it is. It, it is a really important topic, and we we ignore it at our at our uh, peril, um, not just because it's an important topic, but because for the folks at Next Gen, it's you know this is like a really important part of their lives right now. So uh, that's all. That I, yeah, no, you make a. It's a very good point. Yeah. It's you know Next Gen are the people who are looking to get their careers launched or you know get started with their careers, and they've got young families and that type of thing, and they're the ones that. Um, need to that need this probably more than almost any other group i think the it's other not, thing is it's not just it's not the exclusively next just for them because you've got people who right now unfortunately in their 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s are losing vision and they're just expecting they're just automatically being told well you can't do what you used to do so give up and go you know retire and Go re- go uh, find something that keeps you in your house and safe and safe and comforting. And, well, and, the, and the other issue, Terry, and the other issue, Terry, is we we can't forget the students who are looking for jobs. And yeah, uh, one who's serving on the scholarship committee, we have scholarship people who are going to be looking for jobs. You know, and if we if we want to be relevant to the you know uh, to the scholarship folks who, who we give scholarships to. We need to, we, I think we need to help that we need to support them as best we can in that part of their, in their part of their uh, lives. I think you're um, absolutely right. Yeah, you're um, absolutely right. You make a very good point. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I, I, I've sort of said what I want, what I needed to say. I don't know if there are hands raised or whatever. Actually, um, we don't have any hands raised. Okay. Um, you're so good at just running through everything. You get all the you get all the, the answers out before the questions can come up. <laughs> well, I, I, do, I, I do thank you for the opportunity to be on your on your show. I, we are going to be I'm going to be on the um, Sunday edition show in mid May. Uh, um, so sort of talk about prim- well both uh, both employment and uh, uh, friends and art, and so there'll be more time and and. Uh, uh, we're going to talk more about the employment issue regards to this technology issue on that show. So I think, I think it's the third Sunday in May, wherever that date is, but you'll, you'll, you know, that'll be announced. You know, Anthony does a good job. Oh, Anthony it. always announces plenty in yeah. advance. He, he is, he is great. Sure, yes. So, um, so, so All Terry, right. well, I thank you, so you again very much. And uh, we've um, got a couple me, minutes. Can I ask a question? I'm sure, sorry. Sure. I just I just came in late. I'm so sorry I didn't see the email. Well, we're glad you're here. I know I was like getting one of some of them out. (laughs) Uh, Peter, can I ask you something? I am a visual artist, uh, and I'm just wondering: does the uh, program encompass that scope, or is it mostly just performing arts? 
Well, for the performing for the showcase, I don't know how we can incorporate visual art into the showcase. I, I don't. If you have any ideas, I'm happy to listen. We did have a belly dancer one year, uh, and and it was audio described. I don't think that's a visual art necessarily. Well, it is a visual art, but it's not painting. Now, well, there's empathy, low vision people that are legally that, blind, like myself. No, that's true, and that, that's a, that's absolutely fair. I just don't know how we can incorporate that into a variety show. Oh, or, that's okay. I just thought I'd ask. But 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 and here's the but: we do uh, we 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 like visual artists, and we we actually have several folks on the who are members. Uh, who are visual artists, and we'd be delighted if you joined us to connect you with those folks and oh, well, thank you so much. To, to support your support what okay. you're doing. Okay, how could I contact you, or what should I uh, go do? to friendsinart.org, or as our jingle All says, right. friendsinart.org, and <laughs> go to that site and you can join. Uh, and Will um, do. and that you know, and then we'll you know, let thank us know. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Okay, thanks again. Yeah. All right. And with that, I want to thank you, Peter and Jason and everyone who's been with us this evening and wish you all a great week. And we will be back next Friday night. We're going to have something new starting next Friday night. Where, um, in, in addition to announcements now at the beginning of each call, of each program, we're going to have a little bit of a brain teaser. You're going to get a question, kind of a question of the week or a challenge of the week. And it's going to start next Friday night. And so uh, until then, we will look forward to speaking with all of you at that time and keeping our employment and our artistic enjoyment up in every way possible. Have a great week, folks. Thank you and good night.